Hey, Hornet listeners, welcome back to the Stay Hornet podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Charles. Today, I'm being joined by podcast editor, James Fife. Hello, everybody. All right, let's get right into the news. In late February, members of the Sacramento State Art History Club were recording a podcast at KSSU. The podcast was about anti-Semitism and blood libel. In the middle of the podcast, the station's advisor, Aaron Wall, did a Nazi salute. The State Hornet has acquired the audio from the last episode, which we will play now. Warning, it may be uncomfortable to listen to. Here's the audio. Um, and I want to point out the year was 1959. So <laughs> 12th century and now 1959. So that's 800 years. Yeah. And then yeah. what big event happened between those that may have caused them to be like, maybe this isn't great. I mean, just a dude with a mustache. Yeah. I'm not saying any. We all know the event that that, yeah. that kickstarted that, just that threw one. Threw me off. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I shouldn't have done that. In response to this, one of the podcasters, Anya Thompson, who is Jewish, said it made her uncomfortable and affected her mental status day to day. Thompson and her co-hosts used Sac State's anti-bias reporting process. The bias reporting tool specialist informed them that it was unrealistic to replace Wall as their sound engineer. The students felt that they were being roadblocked from making their podcast. Sacramento State has since responded to the incident. President Nelson and ASI President Salma Pacheco released a video statement apologizing for the failed process and the three students. They vowed to make sure that the campus was a safe space for anyone and also said that they have since identified the problem with the bias report. The CSU system and California Faculty Association plan to meet in May and negotiate on changes to be made about workload management, paid leave, improved mental health measures, and increases in wages. Negotiations were also made two years prior in December. However, the Sacramento representatives did not find the resolution they were hoping for, leading to this recent negotiation taking place. The president of Sac State's CFA branch, Margarita Berta Avila, said that the expectations to come from the negotiations is to meet the needs of an on-campus faculty. However, a strike can still occur if enough members vote to do so. The community liaison for Sac State CFA chapter, Kathy Jamison, said that the many articles for bargaining arguments will affect students along with the faculty audience. One of the main issues to be addressed is work overload, which, according to Berta Avila, causes faculty to lose work since instructors at CSUs do not have the institutional support that full-time faculty is supposed to. According to Jamison, this issue also affects graduate programs, which causes the campus to operate on donations of faculty workload, where faculty are forced to work with an overwhelming schedule without additional pay in most scenarios. Jameson also said that she believes being forced to overwork lowers both the quality and quantity of time spent toward the success of every Sac State student. The union in question also has the desire for the Cal State system to implement a hybrid learning option to keep up with the health and well-being of faculty as well as their loved ones. Jameson said that the rhetoric for us being a Hornet family is great but falls short as empty rhetoric the way things are being handled as of right now. The dance club known as Salsa Loca is an on-campus program that teaches both students and visitors various Spanish dances to people of all skill levels. It was founded in 2007 by alumni Felix Barba. The club was on an indefinite break following students have to take courses online due to the COVID-19 pandemic. 
It was last fall when fourth-year psychology major Quileza Vega and third-year business finance major Isabel Chavez both attended a Dance on the Edge class hosted by Romy Sunga, which inspired them to revive the club. Chavez said that when coming to Sac State in 2019, she felt at home with Salsa Loca, with it being one of the biggest clubs on campus pre-pandemic. Vega was quite happy to be a part of the movement to bring it back to its former glory. According to Chavez, the amount of members has only gone up with an average of roughly 40 people in attendance per meeting. One of the major goals for Salsa Loca is to be a welcoming environment that is inclusive to all. Chavez said that her love for both dance and community fuels her to push Salsa Loca's mission to even more people. Salsa Loca meets every Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the Redwood Room of the University Union, open to all students and visitors of the campus. With it being one of the biggest clubs on campus pre-pandemic, Vega was quite happy to be a part of the movement to bring it back to its former glory. Following the series of sexual assaults at Sac State, North Village residents residing in Klamath Hall have expressed concern for their safety whilst living on campus. First-year biology major Sophia Linden said that it is scary for these assaults to happen so close to where she sleeps and tries to limit how often she goes out at night. According to Linden, she uses a buddy system with her roommate to keep them both safe along with purchasing items like tasers and pepper spray. Recent occurrences that have been reported has led to two town halls being held with a topic of how to prevent sexual assault. Students have continued to feel uneasy about these situations, such as first-year economic major Aurora Collins, who looks forward to the end of the semester as she believes that will make her no longer in danger of assaults on campus. Collins said she's been in fear of this since the first reported assault in the fall. First-year exercise science major Blake Statton said he was completely unaware of the alleged assault despite living in Klamath himself. Statton said that due to his appearance and size, he feels safe on campus but understands why his peers, who may not be on the same boat, would feel unsafe. He does, however, take precaution to protect himself on campus by being aware of his surroundings and staying alert. Director of Housing Samuel L. Jones said he could leave no comment about the assault due to investigations being open and ongoing. In response to the numerous assaults on campus this year, Sac State has hired a second WEAVE advocate to provide support for sexual assault survivors on campus. This past Tuesday, Sac State for the first time hosted Sexual Assault Awareness Month Day of Action in the Library Quad. At this event, students had the opportunity to take part in activities that would educate them about sexual assault protection and resources located on campus to aid them in doing such. Teal Tuesday is a tabling event that will take place every Tuesday for the month of April as teal is the official color of sexual assault awareness. Organizations featured at this event were Weave, Office for Equal Opportunity, and Panhellenic Sorority Council. Discussions were had about consent, bracelets were made, and coloring pages were filled as a method to help attendees relax. The activities will be on a rotation and be different each Tuesday, according to the first-year public health major, Sumaya Mayar. Mayar said that the goal of the event is to provide a safe space where students can learn about their sexual health and assault prevention. She wanted students to be educated but at the same time have fun at the event. First-year journalism major Zoya Ataba thought the delivery of the information to be effective through various posters and tabling. Ataba said that it delivers messages better than your standard educational event where you only sit and listen. Another favorite feature of the event was the condom cart, which fourth-year sociology major Kiolani Kavaka found to be effective in spreading awareness since curious students will have the opportunity to speak with those giving out the information. Thank you very much for listening. That's all for today's news. To read more about these stories, make sure to visit StateHornet.com. We will see you all next time. Goodbye, everybody.